Welcome to High Tea with the Harps in the Art Parlor. And I'm glad you can make it. We're going to have a wonderful time talking about... (laughs) I think we're going to start out with how we were all influenced because I know that Lynn Heddle was a huge part of what influenced me to get started with the harp. And uh, Nancy, I I think we were both talking about this the other day and and just um, kind of enjoying uh, what we were learning from her and then how we both started lessons and and all of that where would you like to start well i was just i know that when lynn and i talked about doing this program she was talking about you know well perhaps we perhaps we could play something but but primarily is um that we would talk some about you know our experiences well with finding a teacher for example i um, I started out wanting the person that um, worked with the symphony to teach me, but she wasn't comfortable teaching someone that's that's blind. And so then, and I didn't have a teacher for a while. Well, I got one person that I did things over the phone, but that, but not. I'm not talking on the iPhone with Skype or something. I'm I'm talking just on the phone. And that's not a good way for a beginning person to start out. I or that's my fervent opinion anyhow. You need somebody that can, you know, uh see your hand positions and correct you and things like that, help you not to at least form some really bad habits to have to correct. Mm-hmm. And I learned in addition to my struggles about lessons uh, and finding a teacher, I did after a while find a teacher. We will get around to that. But um, that Sylvia Wood, you know, a heart pedagogue, um, had has that you can get at NLS a Braille music beginning with playing the harp. She has a book with that. Mm-hmm. A couple of books on there too. I think there was one. Oh, a couple. I well, I missed all, one. All of the O'Carolan pieces. Yeah, forty um, O'Carolan. Huh? Yes. Yep. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's. I was really happy to see that in the in the Braille music section. <laughs> yeah. Not that I can yeah. read Braille music so well yet, but I'm working on it. Well, I I grew up with Braille music. <laughs> and, and so I was really pleased to to at least have, I mean, even if you've only got two, that's sort of a token, but still it beats nothing. <laughs> so I was glad to have it. My current yes. teacher just records my pieces hand separately. But when I first got my harp, I got it from Blevins, and I called the store and I said, how do you tune this? And so, well, you know, the red string and I, whoa, wait, wait, wait. It's never going to get red or white enough me out. Can we back up and find another way to talk about this? And so then they, we determined that I had an Eden which starts with the lowest note is the C below middle C. Then we could go you know, from there on talking about how to tune. <laughs> and and then some people told me about 
rubber bands that you can get to put on the levers. I play a lever harp. I, I haven't had the uh, opportunity to to play pedal harps yet. But anyway, with the little rubber bands to put to help you stay oriented with the both the tuning pegs and with the levers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't yet get a handle on those. And when I first was even looking at harps, I, I don't know, I, I've, I saw the levers and I thought, oh, I, I can just tell by touch. But of course, I've learned by now that um, you're in the middle of playing and you want to do something quick. <laughs> you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it when they all feel the same. You need, it, it's nice to, um, I, I think there's a certain bit of muscle memory that gets into it, sure. And you can probably, when you get really used to it and have practiced, you can quickly get to that lever you want to change. But I, I think the the bands help give you that edge where you, oh, there's a little tactile thing right here. I can flip this lever. Um, I kind put of thing. one rubber band on C, on all of the C's, and two rubber bands on all of the F's. And Yes, well, a lot of playing harp is about doing things kinesthetically, but even so, oh, even so, I need a little bit of reassurance that I have gotten to the right one, you know, to even ingrain that movement. You know, I found that it's a tremendous help. I was wondering if for people's benefit, if we should explain the difference between what levers do and what pedals do, because I don't know if everybody who's tuning in Go for it. Has, ever, has ever felt a harp or knows what they look like. I, I don't know what I don't know what the expectation is. I, I'm, you know, sure. Probably as many as we can do, but go ahead. Talk about it. Girl. That makes sense. Sure. So um, this is Tabitha and I. I guess I first became interested in harps when I heard one at an international festival when I was 14. And someone was playing a, quote, Celtic harp, which is a folk instrument. Um, and they can be lap harps or they can sit on the floor. But I kept hearing this sound that enchanted me. So that was where I first really heard one. And then it wasn't until college then that I was able to start taking some lessons and things. And I, I have both um, lever harps and a pedal harp. And the lever harps... Um, on the left side of the neck, um, this are where the strings are wound on, are things that are called levers, and they sharp the note by a half step. So, Jason or Nancy, could you play? Could you kind of let them hear what works? I don't sure. Lever hard so, so if I if I play a C, for example, which sounds like this, and then I engage the lever it sharps the note by a half step. And so each of the strings, well, there are different configurations of levers. I've got, sorry, I'm moving my computer in some books so I can set the computer down near my, my, my harp. Um, so when you, when you play on a um, lever harp, then each, each string is operated by a lever. But with the pedal harp, um, all of the C's are attached to a pedal. So, um, and each pedal has three positions. It has a natural position, which is in the middle, and then a flat and a sharp position. So if I, if I get my C string, which is going to sound like B in natural, and I want to sharp, I want to play a C, I move my pedal, 
And then I can also then move it again and play a C sharp. So mm -hmm. it makes it easy for playing things like classical music and such and jazz and things like that. There are some musics that it's easier, honestly, not to have pedals because you can have, for example, one C sharp and the other C flat. And if you're doing maybe like a Renaissance piece or something, I don't know if that helps. If people Wait a minute. Yeah. Are you saying, but but each C, for example, you got a pedal per, you got a pedal per string, or you're yeah. saying that all of the C's, all of the C's, yeah, all of the C's. Yeah. So there are seven pedals um, on the harp. One, you know, there's a C pedal, a D, E, F, G, A, B, and all of the C's are hooked to one pedal, and they're hooked through. There are rods that go up through the column at the front of the harp, and then. Um, there are discs at the top that each string is strung through. And when you press the pedal, the discs turn once. And then when you move it down into the sharp position, you've turned it. It goes a second turn. Um, yeah. yeah. And those, so those anyway, discs all, of the, all of the C's or the D's or whatever you select will uh -huh. be attached to that pedal. So that's got its pluses and it's got its drawbacks. Yes, exactly. Yes. Now, on my... Because I was... Uh, huh? I was That's just all right, go ahead. The very top and bottom notes on most harps aren't attached to the pedal. So like the top G, which on, on the harp, I won't get too technical, but it's called zero octave G because we opposite from the piano, you count octaves going down on the harp. Um, and so oh, that's no. zero. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're buying strings, it's always an interesting time. So I have to sit and go, wait, mm, yes. is that? Um, but but on my harp, that top G isn't attached to the pedals. So if I, I keep it, um, it, basically, it sounds like an F sharp if I were to play it, because I just keep it in, you know, the flat tuning like it, it would be um, without any pedals. And I don't think my my bottom C, I don't know that the bottom C is either, uh, but otherwise they're hooked. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. if that was and I wanted to also explain, too, that the reason that the lever, you know, when we're talking about lever harps, the reason that the lever sharps the C is because it applies tension on the string. And at right at the precise point that it will sharp the string by half step. And uh, Tabitha mentioned the discs on the pedal harp, and that's what the discs do too. So when you move the pedal, the discs engage and apply tension on the string, and that's how it's able to change the pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the pedal, to give you kind of a point of reference, my 36-string lever harp um, weighs about 22 or 3 pounds, I think. My pedal harp, which has 47 strings, and with all of its mechanisms, weighs about 73 or 4 pounds. And that's kind of lightweight for a pedal harp. Mm. Yeah, so that's one of the things when the pluses of the lever harp is if you want to take it somewhere. And I know I've had people yeah. kind of mm, not exactly, we didn't exactly, they didn't exactly line up to give me, give me and my harp a ride for me to accompany the chorus and mine is the as she said mine happens to weigh 21 pounds and 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 i always think that it's it's luggable it, it's easy easily but i wouldn't have called it portable you know i mean yeah. it's a little a little bulky and that's nothing that's that's one of the considerations if you just had to have one harp about having a pedal harp is for all its advantage if if you're somebody that really wants to take your harp places to play it then you got to think about 
what it would take. I know that a lot of people that I've talked, well, I mean, let me go back and be careful. I'm not exactly an experienced and long seasoned harpist, but um, of the people that I've known that some, some people that play pedal harps, they, they get them a dolly so they can mm-hmm. yep. take that thing around, you know, they, mm-hmm. um, it's a maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. just because they were playing pedal harps, they didn't have a stronger back than the rest of us. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's actually, the harp dollies, and it's it looks it, it's a little different than a furniture dolly, but it's kind of that same concept. But it's shaped, and it, it has a little bit of mine has like a little bit of carpet on the platform, and it has straps that hold it that you put around the harp, and you hold it in place, and you kind of tilt it back, and um move it and so yeah without that it it would be a real tedious nightmare to haul a pedal harp around mm-hmm. they even make some little harp carts though for the size of harps um like the 34 and 36 streamed harps my friend cindy has one and it's a little portable folding cart and she says that can be handy if you're walking around and and you can just kind of pull your heart behind you um so, I expect it would. I've got a case for mine uh-huh. that is zips, and then on the it, it's got the handle like mm-hmm. if you took it like a suitcase, but it's also got a handle on top, so you could you know um, yeah. ha- have it not you know stabilize its position a good bit, uh-huh. you know. And the strap mm-hmm. is like across the body, you know. Yeah, that's how my yeah because. Because you all, you both have thormalins also, right? Which is a heart maker. Thormalins a heart. I have a thormalin. I don't know what is yours, Jason. Um, I have a Pratt chamber harp. Ooh, okay. those are pretty. Those are I've they, seen. They are very pretty, but they are heavy as well. They're, I was going to say they're heavier. <laughs> yeah, but it's 36, they are. Is it thirty six strings or is it a bigger one? It's a thirty six string, and it weighs about forty. Five pounds, I think, which is a little heavier than a lot of the other 36 string harps. But um, I got a really good deal on it, and I felt like the sound is just beautiful, and I, I just yeah. couldn't couldn't resist. That's how I chose mine. <laughs> the sound, you know. Mm. Um, we also have Deb. Yes, I'm here. Oh, here. Hey. And, <laughs> and Tabitha, and I did get one. I'm I'm terrible about getting around to practicing. I uh, have been so busy, but I got a Ravenna and Lynn Lynn Heddle actually played it in the Atlanta Harp Center store. She played it and called me up and said, "I found your harp. You have to go get it." And ah. Tabitha, you had said that you thought a beginner would be better to have a stand and not have one that's just right on the floor. So um, I I went and this Ravenna came with a stand and a case and um, it's 26 string. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's precious. I it's love it. Huh? It's du- it's dusty strings, right? Yeah, it's it dusty sp- yeah. strings, and it's it's levers, and um, and I followed Nancy's <laughs> advice and got those little bands on the levers and on the tuning pegs for the C's and the F's. And I had a teacher, and I kept going back and forth about whether to keep her or let her go, and I finally let her go because I just. I don't know. We we worked in person some, and then we worked mostly a lot on FaceTime. And I just felt like 
I wasn't getting. Uh, she was very. She she teaches the. Um, what's that method called, Jason? The oh, Salzado. Salzado. Yeah, she teaches Salzado, and she says it's the most strict, and that most people do a, a butchered version of it. And so everything with her was just so strict. Like she wanted me on one finger for weeks, and I was like, oh man, come on. Wow. So and you know here's little thing. Here's the thing about strict. You know, we. I, for me, I don't. I don't like a balance between. Yeah. You know, you want to play that thing before next year, and probably. Yeah. You, you know, and 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 you want to have good technique, but. Yeah, I sure would rather be playing some. <laughs> yeah. So, so the one actually, Deb, you'd mentioned like the recommendation for beginners. I would just mm-hmm. want to clarify that a tiny mm-hmm. bit. Um, I would say for a beginner, either get a floor harp or one that's on a stand, mm-hmm. and not one that you have to balance on your lap. Right. Right. Only because I got the first one I got was on the lap, and it's pretty hard on your shoulders and your back. And I I love the idea that yours is on the well, stand. When I went to my teacher's house, I got to hold her her pedal harp on my shoulder. And the first few times I I was mixed, it bothered my low back. But the last time I did, I was so comfortable with it. It must have been just perfectly balanced. And I mean, I practiced, you know, while I was there on her harp and she changed the pedals. I didn't get to really work with them, but but I certainly well, that was, was appropriate for where you started. Yeah, but I was but I enjoyed feeling them enjoy. and all that. Oh yeah. And I enjoyed holding holding it. It was just it was gorgeous. Um, and yeah. So but you know, I think one of my biggest challenges or I guess for any of us one of my bigger frustrations is when I hear like I listen to different people on YouTube and they talk about you know place and then take your hand off and place again and and that is just I mean yes there are shapes of how our hands are on certain chords I, I, I understand that but and, and I keep thinking, well, you're good at O&M, you're good at, at, you know, spatial relations, and that's a lot of what it is. But with the harp, it's just everything is so close. So I wonder it what is. you two do about about that with placement. The best we can. And, yeah. and I know Buzz, I'm, 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 one of the things, if you do it just at all wrong, is you can either buzz a string or get the oh, wrong yeah. one. Sure. You know, just like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty discouraging. Tabitha, we can't hear you as well. Can you get closer to your mic? Because I'm afraid that we're drowning you out. Can, can you hear me now? We can hear you when we're not talking. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. What, like, because I'm on my computer. My computer's on my lap. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure how to fix that any better. Um, but we just have to be mindful and don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, so where was my brain? Oh, yeah. So I think a lot of it, too, is even though they're tedious, those warm up exercises that your teachers mm-hmm. give you. Um, and I I find that studying more of the what, what they call like the French technique or like Grangeny. That's what it, Jason it's not does. as much about raising as like the Salzado technique wants you to like kind of raise from the strings more. Oh, yeah. Um, and so for me, I found that usually the teachers I've that I had that teach more of the 
uh, French or technique that, that Grangeny taught seemed to work better for me. Um, so when you say mm-hmm. raising, is that the same as like totally close your fingers into your hand? Yeah. So it is, but then you move back from the string even a little bit, kind of. It's not. Mm. I don't know how to. Okay. Um, somebody would kind of have to show, but it's almost like mm-hmm. you close as you close your fingers into the hand. You almost move your arm. You you kind of follow through with that gesture. Okay. Your hand goes. Obviously, if you're playing something quick, you can't. Mm-hmm. It's all relative to the you know what you're playing, but it's it's a little bit different. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of yeah. teachers now are more eclectic anyway in how they. Yeah. Yeah, I know my teacher, um, she uses the Grangeny method and she describes it as being a bit more fluid involving the wrist movement, especially in the right hand and just body movement. um, Not so not so rigid. But of course, you know, there's a whole bunch of controversy around both methods and which one's better and all that stuff. Yeah. I guess if one doesn't work for you, then you might consider looking at another one or I mean, or if you're having a real hard time now to me, that one about moving away is I found it kind of frustrating and disorienting a little bit. But but um, but if you then then know know there are other ways and, and continue exploring teachers, I guess, huh? Well, um. Do you think, y'all, that, Jason, are you prepared to play something? I can play a little something. Uh, One thing I just wanted to bring up, too, though, because I don't know if we harped on it very much. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) (laughs) When you have a lap harp versus a floor harp, the range of notes is going to be different because you have less strings on a lap harp. And that is something that, you know, when I when I first started looking at harps, I'm like, oh, I'll just get a lap harp. And when I actually went to a showroom and got to see the harps, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I, I want more than just the C below middle C. You know, I like those lower notes. <laughs> so that's kind of how I ended up with a bit of a larger harp. But I'm still in the, in the process of getting a lap harp um, from... Um, oh God, I'm forgetting the name now, but uh, Lewis Creek. Um, Ooh, getting a, I've heard um, they're beautiful. They are beautiful. I and mean, he makes these nightingale harps that just have a beautiful, uh, for a smaller harp, they have quite a um, rich sound. So I'm really excited. I can't wait to get it. It's just taking a little longer than I expected because I think he is probably running into problems with COVID just like everyone else. So, (laughs) but, um, but uh, aside from the, from the smaller size, um, it's really important for any harp that you're looking at. You want to hear the sound. And I remember when I first thought of a harp, um, I was thinking, Oh, you know, they all have a a decent sound and that's, that's all there is to it. And then I realized, (laughs) realized wow you know there's a lot more to it than than just oh the notes play it's just like a piano um you know everyone sounds every harp sounds different and uh it's and youtube has become a huge resource for just being able to look up videos and hear people play and hear what harps sound like and of course it's not the same as going into a store or a showroom and playing it for yourself or hearing it there for yourself but it, it does give you much better ideas than you know reading about them 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mine at the Southeastern Harp Convention because I didn't know. I, I, I mean, I'd be kind of like a person dri- driving a, a car that's not a mechanic. I didn't know what in the heck I was looking for anyway. And mm-hmm. and it was great to have, they, they had a, like an hour where all of the vendors came and played ones that they wanted to promote but that's not the one i picked and out in the exhibit hall uh there thormalin was over there they were playing this one that i got and i said oh my god i want to go see that one you know (laughs) (laughs) on i went and i and i said I I tell you what I didn't I I don't happen to have my financing right here but you just know that I'm going to get this worked out and I want this one. <laughs> yes, um, and so I I did I my teacher um, the the. You know, Lynn was in Lynn telling me about harps, and she even brought a small harp to convention that I could play. And then uh, my friend Gabby, who has done so many really interesting things, um, she is just uh, involved in so many different things and has all these talents. And one of the things that we both decided is that we are interested in harps. And she found a local um, harpist who teaches. And that was my connection. We went just to visit and hear what they sound like. And um, Debbie Vinnick, my harp teacher now, um, back then she said, oh, you know, I'd be happy to, to drive over and, and teach you, Jason. Because um, she was recognizing that, you know, I understood the notes. I, I was picking up things she was describing pretty quickly. And lo and behold, I got my harp and lessons started and it's been two years now. So yeah. uh, it's been so much fun. Um, I so went good. through all sorts of little trials and tribulations because I came from the piano. I've been playing the piano since I was yeah. like four. So going from pressing notes to plucking strings is quite uh, different. <laughs> yeah, I would say, boy, that learning to play a new instrument is humbling. <laughs> it sure is. With, with the harp, you don't use your pinky. Right. That too. Yeah. You don't use the pinkies. So it's, it's a different, it's a different cat in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, it that's is. mind-boggling when you first get hold of it. Yes, and and the angle of your hands and all that—it's it, a lot to get used to. And my harp teacher was very patient and very understanding, saying, "It is, it is different. It is different, but you will get used to it." And sure enough, and I was um, not a member of the Thumbs Up Society either. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Thumbs Up. Thumbs, yes. And and. Um, she, my teacher talks about when, with with your wrist, you don't want um, uh, you don't want a caved in wrist. You you want to um, have your wrist at a slight angle, um, bent forward, and then when you pluck the note, your wrist comes back. She said, kind of like she describes it like a chicken who's pecking something, and they peck and bring their head back. And of course, I'm working on some of that, but you can't play and feel your wrist at the same time, you know, with the other hand. I, I feel like I, I can't always tell what position my wrist is unless I have a point of reference looking at it with my other hand, which is kind of lame, but that's how it's been but for me. But if you put your <laughs> hand in your lap and do the pluck in motion, your yes. hand does, you know, go up like that chicken's head and, and, you know. That's right. And that is eventually what 
we came to, she's like, practice off the harp, you know, practice in your lap or, you know, in, in other places and, and you'll get the hang of it. And, you know, other fingers sometimes like to pop up while you're playing too. And, oh, and yeah. oh she, she <laughs> says, keep your knuckles, you know, keep your fingers bent and it's okay to like, think of the knuckles against the string, kind of aligning um, your knuckles um, more, more a visual thing than actually touching the strings with your knuckles, but you can, um, but keeping those fingers um, bent and, and not, not popping up like that. Oh man, <laughs> all sorts of little technique things that you learn as you go. And just, I guess, like Nancy said, like any instrument. Yeah. And the library NLS has some books, but not a ton. And I've had a couple, I've had a couple transcribed, but that's really expensive. And, but the, but the trick is, and I don't know if y'all do this, but when I'm trying to learn a new piece from music, if I'm, I end up playing hands, of course, you have to play hands separate because you're reading with one hand and then playing. And so I have the book balanced on my left knee while I'm playing my right hand. <laughs> and then I have to shift the book to the other knee and balance while I'm learning the left. Hand. And I don't know, do y'all have any better strategies than that? No, I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to you about that because honestly, I have not, I have just learned it. Uh, look at the line and then, and then learn what that is and then, and then play it. And then, you, you know, um, I haven't learned that many actually with Braille music. I've, I've, as I say, gotten my teacher to play them hand separately and all, if all else fails we can just wait till the next lesson and yep. say listen i tried but here we go let's get down to it you know yeah <laughs> but, I've, I've learned a lot by ear doing it that way and then recently the last teacher i had who i she moved so i'm kind of between teachers but we kind of did it where she would play a little section and then play each of those hands and this was like I could learn hands together rather than learn the whole song right hand, learn the whole song left hand and then have oh, to no, it no, together. No, and so yeah. we ended up trying it where we did it by sections and I found that easier, um, you know, to, to put together. But I wish they had this, I wish, I, in my head, I have pictured like a harp music table and it would be sort of like a music stand, but the table would be flat and I could move it around behind me. Like mm. it would be on a long arm and I could swing it behind me so that I could move it from my left hand oh, to yeah. my right hand. Ah. I wish I knew, I don't know, it's in my head what I want it to be, but I haven't I haven't ever seen anything quite like it. So mm -hmm. um no, I can picture I it think now it'd that be you tricky switching it from place to place. Roland's got a a table uh, for those of you that don't know Roland, my son is uh, extra adaptive things because of not having his the use of his hands. And the table can be is set on a little post and can be moved a good bit. I can find out what about that. Uh, Tabitha and get you the information about it. That'd be cool because I don't, yeah, if I could set it. It's fairly adjustable, but I don't know that it'll still move from side to side. And the obstacle is that you've got this here heart between your hands. <laughs> I'd probably move it behind me. Yeah, that's See, what I'm, I'm thinking. Okay. Like behind putting you. the post behind me, and so then could I could swing it to my left, or I could swing mm -hmm. it to my right. Turn your chair. Well, yeah, that's, that's a possibility, I believe. No, no. That's my dream gadget. No, I think that's a possibility. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yep. a couple of the people on YouTube that I like to listen to and get ideas from, there's a woman named... It's Christy Lynn, right, Jason? Oh, Christy yeah. Lynn. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yes. And yep. she uh, does videos, and some of them are, I mean, I think she really stays with beginner kind of stuff. And I don't know. She's got, I mean, she says she's got people that are going really fast um, with, you know, getting up and running, but um, she will break things down into parts and then. Josh Lane, one of the things I like about Josh Lane is he does lots of interesting exercises with yeah. with scales and chords and all kinds of stuff. So those are two of my favorite. Um, there are a lot of other people that are great to listen to, but those are two that I really like yeah. hearing their technique. And when I told my teacher that I liked hearing some of the people on YouTube, she was like, oh, no, that's dreadful. And she would, you know, she would do right hand and left hand after, you know, I had to really encourage her to do it. But she would do right hand and left hand. First, she'd play it all together and I'd hear it. But then she would take it and do right hand and left hand. But what I didn't like was sometimes she would say the names of the notes as she was playing them. And I'm like, no, I can pretty much figure that out. I just, I don't need to hear, unless... Unless I'm stuck and I'm not hearing it right, but you know, I just want. But I do like hearing it slowed down in each hand. I do like that. Yeah, and if you must tell me something, not a note, give me a finger number, huh? Yep, fingering. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. That's good too. <laughs> that's really good. That helps a lot because I had I had a lot of questions about fingering and and I had a hard time getting those answers so yeah that's well I can really tell you for sure it's not always just intuitive I mean no like, it's not I just needed the help mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. not always intuitive you know for people who are looking for information about harps or like they have classifieds and things there's harpcolumn.com they produce a magazine but they have this wonderful website where um, people post questions and there's they have all sorts of stuff up there there's also uh the american harp society and then the international society of folk harpers and crafts people or craftsmen i'm not sure um are those are two other organizations that you might look or you know i'm sure if you found any one of us through the acb we could you know, be happy to help you. Yeah, I mean, we'd be glad to talk with you, but 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 I love, I think it never hurts to throw out some resources. Deb's talked about Christy Lynn and, and YouTube, and, and now you're talking about this uh, uh, magazine, right? Um, well, it's, it's the harpcolumn.com. They have a magazine, but they also have this big website that has tons okay. of posts and ads and where people put classifieds and people mm-hmm. ask, have you played this harp or I played this or what do you recommend for music for Christmas if you're a, if you play this kind of you know, if you've had played this long or, you know, all sorts of yep. fun kind of stuff. I actually use that site to help narrow down my lap harp choices. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So I found it very helpful. And it actually came up in search results when I was just kind of Googling lap harps and certain qualities I was looking for. It, it just came right up. So I'm like, oh, perfect. And I started reading forum posts and um, it, it, it was a fun experience to kind of narrow it down. So, um, Nancy, I know you were talking about playing a little bit, and I thought maybe what I would do is start out just showing you how, I don't know, um, I, I started out be, you know, with simpler 
melodies. I mean, she was teaching me. She really wanted to get me playing quickly, but I also knew that I wanted to know how to do scales because I, I just came from that sort of fundamental um, right. background where I'm like, I know the scales are like going to help me do other things. So she was teaching me scales and, and how they work. And, and it feels like, you know, I can go up with my right hand faster than I can come down with my right hand, you know, just funny little things like that. Or, you know, my left hand, um, I still feels like could use some development on like, I cannot, I just can't go very quickly with a scale on, on both hands, but I can still do more quickly on the right. But um, one of the pieces that um, I thought of early on was the Beatles tune. Um, and I love her because I don't have to change any levers. It's in, you know, it's, it's um, flat. And um, I thought, Hey, and then that's another thing. When you go from a piano to a lever harp, you feel like, wow, I'm being boxed in quite a bit here, but it forces you to think in new ways and you can come up with some pretty cool arrangements that don't require you to change levers or maybe mm-hmm. just a couple here and there. Um, and I, I love that. I, I, came beyond the thought that it's going to box me in and turned it into something like, wow, you can actually do some really cool things. So that, that is neat. Well, let's hear that one, Liam. All right. Let's see what I can do here. Put my phone down and hope it doesn't fall. Can you still hear me okay? <laughs> well, then we'll have a, dr- a, a, a drum crash yes, for it. Yeah, but yes, um, um, <laughs> okay, great. So let's see here.
I eventually started realizing that its six intervals are easy to play, so. Oh, I love them. And I just love that. Mm. So I started turning it into... Um, and eventually it got even more complex where i wanted to do like um some really nice chord like uh big chords um for for the final part of the piece so i was um i'm hoping i can do this well I love that big sound. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'd love to do a nice arpeggio. There we go. Almost. Yum. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Delicious. So it, it's such a it's such a humbling experience because I you know on the piano I could do it like a split, but <laughs> on the harp I can relate. <laughs> exactly. On the harp, I got to take my time with it, and um, and I, I love it so much though because it, it's so such a beautiful sound. It's therapeutic. It's relaxing. It is. It's it's just I'm I'm so happy that I stuck with it because I went through little periods like oh what am I doing am I do I really want to pay for this harp am I am I doing the right thing and I I don't know something changed um, little muscle memory things a whole, like a little snowball kind of effect where I eventually said oh my god I am so glad that I stuck with it because it's it's just beautiful people respond to it it's different from the piano it's different in my life and um it's just wonderful i know it you know i worked on for this program we were talking about um levers and managing with them and of course if you play in g and flip up the f sharps hallelujah and you're ready but one of the challenges is if you've got something and, you know, accidental, some chord that has that. And so I was thinking about, you know, the prayer that's. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was most familiar with it with the duet of. Um, Lord, help me. Celine Dion and um, Andre Bocelli. Right. And. I got first, when I started working on playing the prayer, I got an arrangement of dear old Sylvia Wood, but Miss Sill didn't want to put uh, the little introduction thing where you've got mega uh, lever changes. And I'm going to show you just, I, I won't do the whole thing, but I want to just, just show you some little changes that I made and some things that I did that that I find helpful. Um, okay, we're in G. Mm-hmm. And I put, I prepared in the bottom octave, because I'm not 
grooving on the bottom octave just a lot anyway so i put down the f sharp so that it's an f natural preparing for a chord that i'm going to be using and i put the e down and it's an e flat now so i've prepared that much in advance mm -hmm. then i'm gonna play these things here and and i'll talk to you as I do them, if I can, don't completely lose my mind and can't do that, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. got to reach up here right there and take down the B to B flat and raise the D to D sharp, which is harmonically spelled right. And this is a D9 chord here. And I reach down with my right hand and go with my left and straighten out those two levers that I didn't want to be permanent. And I'm back off and running again. that elf that I was telling y'all about. Hmm. Left hand does this part and you wanted it to be a B7 chord, so here it is with the D sharp. Hmm. Yep. And then you got to take that back down because you do not want it to <laughs> mess with the rest of your song here. Now, I took a little liberty with Miss Sylvia's arrangement here because we wanted it to be a duet.
And I'm not going to go back to the middle part where it does the same as the introduction. I'm going to just take this and take it on out. So I do sort of tend to take some liberties with my arrangements, but <laughs> doesn't make it's it great. some ways that yeah, it's so pretty, yeah. I, Very pretty. Thank you. Yes. Now, um, Tabitha, I meant to ask you, what harps do you have? I have. Girls got one for each finger. Go, go. <laughs> Well, harps are like chocolate candies. Once you have one, you want more. And so I notice here that Nancy's got her Eden and her Thormalin, and Jason's got the chamber harp, and you're looking at getting your nightingale. And yeah. so, yeah, so I, I see, yeah, it, it's, it's wonderful. Everybody always says that, but I have my um, Kamak Athena, which is a 47-string a concert grand harp. And then I have a Thormalin Signet, which is a 36-string um lever gut so that it so lever harps can usually either be nylon strung or, or gut strung and so um there's concert gut tension which is a higher tension like the pedal harp and yeah that's my chamber harp yeah and then there's the folk tension gut or lever gut and so my my formalin is in lever gut which i think what is yours in nancy your formalin i don't know the answer to that i know i got the gut thing on the bottom on the bass strings um but i don't know yeah i don't know which tension that is um so i'm guessing it's the lighter because i think I, I think except for the swan i know formalin does some higher tension ones but i i think they tend to be more the folk tension unless you specifically ask for it my guess would be that it would be the folk one because I can also this thing is um is is a thirty four string and I'm gonna bet you that they wouldn't even mess with the higher tension for less than thirty six string. That is that is that off the wall or is that sound right? Um actually I have seen some harps that are, are small that have higher tension. Um okay. but yeah, it, it just depends on what the maker wants to do. And then the other little harp I have is called a harpsicle. And it has 26 <laughs> strings. And I got it because I wanted to travel with it. And so I took it. It fits in the overhead bin of an airline, um, a plane. Does it have levers? It, it does. It's The one that I have only has levers on, um, let me think here, B, no, let me see, B, F, B, C, and F. Um, yeah. So you can get them fully levered or or without. The, however, the strings are close together, and so I I don't I have trouble flipping back and forth between my harps that have 
more consistent string spacing and that one uh-huh. um, and and the sound is it's a it's even lighter tension so the sound isn't very full but if if i wanted to take it camping or i wanted to take it you know on a plane um you know just to have something to, to doodle with or like like when i visited my parents i wanted to play christmas carols and practice it was fun for that purpose but um i thought about parting with it because it and it does have a stand or or you can play it with a guitar strap um to hold it you know steady you know one of the things you were talking about the light sound now mine i had him put a uh pickup oh on yeah, it. okay yeah cool yes ma'am but i just had i had them do that when they were going to sell it to me i said well that's fine but since you're the heart maker how about could you do this for me and they said yeah I said, good deal. Plan to do it. <laughs> you know, one time for people who like rock music, I, I was in a harp circle in Arizona and one of the girls had an electric harp. And instead of having it looked like a normal harp, except it didn't have a sound box with a soundboard um, like our harps do. And so yeah. it, it hooked up and it had pedals and you could have all kinds of effects and reverb and crunchy heavy metal yeah. songs. And I, for a second, had this jolt of power run through me thinking, ha, huh, I'd have way more strings and more sound than my little brother with his electric guitar. But, <laughs> but, then, but then it occurred to me, Tabitha, you really don't like that kind of music. So why would you bother? <laughs> I can't think of this lady's name. Her name is Deborah. I don't know. Is it Gold? She was at our harp. Uh, that southeastern harp convention that I was telling you about, and and one of her claims to fl- fame was that she had, you know, an electric harp and and you know, um, most unconventional. Are you but- Deborah H- Henson Conant? Deborah Henson yeah. Conant, Nancy. Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, That's she's her. really fun. Yeah, she does kind of jazzy, different. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't ever heard her live, so you've actually gotten to hear her. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool, and she did some workshops. But I, I was such, I was such a beginner at that time that I, I was doing good to get more things that were like perhaps more basic to mm-hmm. what I was trying to learn. You know. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I would say, and this is a lesson I've heard, learned the hard way. With all of the COVID stuff this spring, I've used my hands so much, and especially using my phone and little flicking motions, that my right hand, going from my elbow to my fingers, has had, I think, a little bit of tendonitis that's cropped up now and again. And so that's one of the reasons I haven't practiced as much this spring. Um, um, so, it, and so I've learned I need to figure out like some better stretches or some better uses for um better hand care i guess is what i would mm. say because right now I've interesting got- you should say that yeah. though because with my sh- being here i found that i've practiced more i thought god girl they might even could say that you could well have a stab at being a harp player before you're done you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. practice a lot more you know <laughs> yeah mm. well and my teacher was very cognizant of the fact too that you know coming from the piano she goes I, I don't want you to be hurting your hands in any way if you notice anything please let me know right away but I haven't I haven't noticed any problems except you know that's enough I don't think we talked about this but when you are 
playing strings for the first time, get ready for sensitive fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It goes away, but your fingers need to develop little calluses and they're actually very beneficial um, for, for um, keeping your fingers um, from being sensitive after, you know, once you get used to, once your skin develops that callus, you, you will not be feeling that sensitivity anymore and it helps the sound be nice and strong. Um, so that was something new for me as well. Um, it didn't, it, it wasn't horrible, but it was like, Oh wow. I noticed this. Mm. Yeah. You know, we are coming up on and, and we on the, the close of this. I don't mean that we're going to close right this minute, but but I did. We didn't first of, for starters. We didn't even introduce ourselves. We just jumped in, and and I think it might be great if we let everybody know if if y'all want to a a, a way of choice that we could be contacted what do you think and uh sure or or one way or entertain some questions from people if if that you can do both you can do both even all that well all right i'll i'll say and then hush i'm nancy pendegraff and you could reach me at nansong n-a-n-s-o-n-g what else would you want for a musician one at icloud.com and I am Jason Castingway, and you can reach me at jcast, J-C-A-S-T-7-7 at gmail.com. That's personal, not work. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> and you have over this a couple our- hundred people here. I just want you to know. It's very cool. <laughs> Oh, wow. It is very cool. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people here. Yep. Wow. There are. Um, I wanted to let you know, well, after you, after y'all give your contact info, I'll let you know how to raise your hand, although people are doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have any more contact information to oh, give? Sure. I'm Tabitha Brecky, and uh, my email is Brecky, so that's B-R-E-C-K-E-3 at gmail.com. And I did want to let you know, because I did not say it in the beginning, this is from Friends in Art. And if you want to go to their website, it's friendsinart.com. Yes, and we have a list, uh, the Friends in Art discussion list, and that's friendsinart at groups.io. I believe, let me just make sure here. Hold on. Um, I want to make sure I have that address Right. You may, you would have to subscribe first, of course. And I think that would be, um, yeah. Um, yes. Friends in art, all one word plus subscribe at groups. You know, you know what? Um, that's, is that a member only list? Yes, it, it yeah, actually is. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I This may need to be yeah. edited out. Well, join us. It's $15. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> We'd love to have you join us, for sure. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Now, if you'd like to ask a question, it is Alt-Y if you're on a computer. If you're on a Mac, it's Options-Y. If you are on 
a phone with an app or a tablet, there's a more button in the right hand option and there's a raised hand option there. And if you're on the phone with a keypad, it is star nine. And I will go with the first person to ask a question. Is Deanna? You should be allowed to unmute Deanna. I um, signed up to go to this before I'd actually heard the showcase, but I wanted to say that Nancy's playing made me cry. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was beautiful. It was. And, uh, and, um, Tabitha, you haven't played anything yet. <laughs> I and I'm I'm probably actually not going to due to the fact that I don't know how well people even can hear my speaking mic, so I don't think I will. But well yeah. enough to come through if you'll play. <laughs> uh -huh. no, yeah. yeah, no, actually I didn't even know I was gonna be part of this until two days ago. <laughs> I, I don't have anything honestly, I um I don't have anything prepared, partially because like okay. I had mentioned my hand. And, and was bothering you, yes. Yeah, no, you're okay. Deanna, Deanna and I were in seeing eye class together getting one of our dogs. So it's good to talk. Well, I, I wasn't wanting to leave you out, Tabitha. I you're didn't not. want to put you on the spot because of what you had said about that earlier. No, yeah, you're fine. I just, yeah, no, I, I appreciate love, that because I thought about playing and then I thought, ouch, you know, as I started practicing not, more, I was like, okay, no, my, my fingers aren't really that happy right now. Happy. So <laughs> yeah, understand. Okay. No, I love music, all kinds of music. And I can't play anything. The one time I took the Lynn Heddles class to learn how to play my Native American flute because I was gifted one by a friend of my brother. And um, she looked at it and said, oh, it has a beautiful voice. And I said, well, my problem is every time I try to, to get any kind of sound out of it, my cat runs in through the cat door, leaps up and bites my fingers and says, damn it, girl, you're not a bird. Get it out. You know? oh. <laughs> No, I've never <laughs> learned to play anything, but it would have to be something really, really simple because I don't know brown music. I just know good sound. And um, the one time I tried to take a piano course in college, we had to use these Omaha, Omaha, <laughs> anyway, Yamaha, something like that. Yamaha, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were they were upright and they were small and they were always out of tune and I would get in there and try to practice and it would make my teeth go on edge. So I took only one quarter and didn't get out of the beginner book before I quit. So I, I'm I gonna find you away. Deanna, <laughs> yeah. um, one thing is I have had my cats. So I have to be careful when I practice because my dog and my cat often end up laying at my feet Mm -hmm. And I have to be careful, especially when I've tilted the pedal heart back, that I don't lower it onto the cat. Because she, <laughs> she literally will sometimes get in the way because she likes the sound. And so, um, yeah, I wish I wish I I wish. Yeah. So that, that's one thing. My cat inspired like me to get a cover for my heart because they <laughs> broke the strings. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that we have quite a number of questions. So, OK. Deanna, thanks so much for your comment. Beth, Beth, you should see something on your screen asking you to unmute. Beth, you should be allowed to talk. There we go. All right. Go. 
This is gorgeous, guys. Thank you so much. Um, gosh, I have so many things in, in my head here. Is each string on the harp a note? And, and the other question that I'll end with is, how come we only hear, and it's beautiful, but in, in everyday music, we just hear the harp doing a glissando like, like when there's a key change. It seems like they're never featured. That's a good question. Um, I think somehow people see harps in that way too, where it's like, wow, they're, they're kind of rare. And then when you actually get into the 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 arena, you discover that, wow, a majority, well, maybe not a majority, but a good number of harp makers are right here in the U.S. And I don't know why glissando, well, I have to say, glissandos are pretty exciting. So I'm glad that they the are. harp gets to do them. But um, I I also love the harp featured by itself. And, and I, you do have to look for that. It's not, it's not common. You have to go to a harp group to do it. But to answer your other question, each string is a different pitch. And since I was in G, I just started there, you know. As I was doing that, I was going string, 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 new, new string, you know. Another thing wait, is, wait. oh, sorry. Did that answer that question? I uh, just not able to chat right now, but. I was going to say, too, that different cultures also have the harp. So we're used to thinking of it in maybe an orchestral context or maybe some Irish music, um, things like that. But there's a really cool Latin American harp tradition from some countries. So there's Paraguayan harps and there's um, um, the area of Veracruz in Mexico has, has a tradition called Son Jarocho. And... Um, La Bamba is, is an example of a, of a tune that you, you'll hear sometimes with a Mexican conjunto with a harp oh. and, and uh, smaller guitars and instruments. So it's um, neat. And then Venezuela also has a harp tradition. And the harps the are all different harp Yeah. At the Southeastern Harp Convention, they had some people from South America with their harps. Yeah. And it's very lively and loads of fun. Oh. So you can kind of Google or YouTube some of that. I mean, it, it's just a different tradition. Harp should be everywhere, in my opinion. Yeah, bring them on. <laughs> awesome. And Martin, you should be allowed to talk. You should see something asking you to unmute. Or feel free to unmute yourself. And are you there? No. There you are. There we go. Is it my turn? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Oh, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I love the harp. And uh, one of the things I would miss the most about Lynn is just hearing her play. I, I, I want to ask Tabitha, you and um, Jason, how long did it take you all to decide? Yeah, this is for me. I mean, I'm a musician. I play banjo, guitar. Auto harp, a lot of different instruments, but I mean, how long did it take y'all to decide? Yeah, I love this. I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna stick with it. I, I know, Nancy, I know what you said because we, we talked about it. So I'm just interested in that uh, an answer about that. Well, I'd say um, it took me about a year of owning the harp. Uh, I went through all sorts of different motions. 
And it was that next year that I'm like, wow, I'm really feeling it. I'm, I'm getting the hang of this and things are coming easier. I want to stick with it. I am so glad I'm loving this instrument. I would say for me, once I heard it when I was 14, I knew I was going to play one. Um, and, and so when I was able to take lessons and I've gone through periods of time, you know, until I was 18, I didn't have access to a harp. Actually, at 19, I guess I found out they offered lessons at the university where I was at. Um, and I don't really like uh, this. Is, I, I don't like to play for people, honestly. I like to sing for people, but I get too tied up in people watching my hands. And so for me, the harp is just sort of my own place. And, and it's a place where I am not as cerebral. Um, it forces me to be very kinesthetic and in the moment. And so for me, that's that's a difference than my usual, I guess, modus operandi. Um, and so I like to play in ensembles and I like to play like if there's a group of us or something. But I, uh, yeah, I just like the sound and I knew I liked it. And I knew no matter how horrible I was or am, um, I would still play it. One of the things that Lynn did more than anything was play in her harp circle. And that was one of the things that I wished I had in my community. What a gift to have a group like that. Wow. We don't have one now. We used to here in Auburn. And when I was there in Tucson, Arizona, they had a very active harp community. And it was just really fun to get together and, and play tunes and hear other people play and learn different things. It was a really fun, really fun experience. We have quite a, a, a couple more people with questions. I know. And you know what? We are run, supposed we are to really be over close. now. This actually, is supposed to end. Actually, they started a little bit late, so I was going to give them well, a couple minutes. Okay. okay. But I have a, I'm going to go to a I different know. computer then because I have to get to another link. <laughs> okay. Actually, how about, we answer one more, how about we answer one more question, okay? Sure. Okay. Misty? Be able to unmute. Jason, okay. Hi, guys. I know you're running so on t uh, short on time, so I'll try to be quick. First of all, Jason, Debbie, I had no idea you played. I've been following you on socials forever, and that is really awesome. Uh, so I'm a bit of an amateur. I, I'm purely a listener uh, and, and very uh, green, even with that. Uh, so my questions are, our question is going to be kind of basic, but someone had alluded earlier to callousing on the fingers. And I was wondering how much, if at all, that affects Braille reading, if anyone's a Braille reader. Thanks. Thank you, I am yeah. happy to tell you, Misty. I am happy to tell you it does not affect Braille reading. Okay. <laughs> and the calluses are more either. Yeah, I can. Right. Yeah, I'll second that as well. Yeah. Okay. And we I mean, all agree. I'm, yeah. And I don't, <laughs> and if there were a bunch, I mean, if there's one or two more, I don't have to be anywhere. So I don't mind helping somebody if they really have. Something. Yeah. Un unfortunately, though, we, we're recording and we have okay. to free up the stream for, for another ah, event. So, yeah. Um, but like we Jason, said, what time are you singing the Star Spangled Banner, buddy? Oh, that's happening later tonight at uh, after seven. Lots of other things Eastern. going on here. <laughs> oh, that's right. So that's Eastern yeah. Town. Yeah. Yes. We didn't we didn't get to hear Debbie play either, so maybe in the future we'll have to have a harp gathering or something of the another time. Something. Oh, that would <laughs> yeah. be fun, yeah. When my hand is not being honored. I think we'll just have a little Zoom group and do it. There we go. Good work. 
Okay, well, well I'd thank like to you. Thank you all for coming. And yes. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your convention. And I'm sorry we couldn't respond to uh, more questions, but we just, well, it was hard to organize the time. <laughs> for sure. Thank you so much, everyone.